Okay, we're going to start in five, four, three, two, one. Hello, welcome to Oscar Mike Radio. Today is October 29th, 2020, the last show, number 213 for the month of October. And I am, I've got a first, ladies and gentlemen. I'm joined by an Army veteran, which is not new, business owner, which is not new, but his name is Travis. So I'm going to say, hi, Travis. Hi, Travis. Hi, Hi Travis. Travis. <laughs> That's just strange saying my own name to another dude who has my name. That's, there's not that many of us. No. No, I, I'm, I'm wondering, though, the uniqueness of the name. Uh, and and I, can, I can actually, you know, I've talked to my mom about it, and she actually told me straight up that I was named after the character from Old Yeller. I don't know. Did you get the, did you get the, uh, the same? I did not get a, a cool beginning like that. I was simply told that my parents wanted a name that began with the letter T. They want something very distinct. They looked at all the T names and like, wow, Travis is like as a French heritage done. I'm like, okay, that, that's, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> so it's been Travis ever since. And there's few of us, but there's a lot more fine in, in the veterans community. So um, very cool. So, Folks, let me tell you how Travis and I, Travis, got uh, met up. We were both on James uh, Van Puren's uh, Veterans Business Hour, and he's talking to me about his company that he created called Caisson Shaving Company, and, and it really turned into this really cool thing. Before we do that, can you kind of just tell us about your your military experience, you know, active duty or reserve, and, and what that was like, Travis? Yeah, sure. So uh, just before my senior year in high school, uh, playing football, one of the uh, football coaches was a first sergeant with a lo local National Guard unit, an infantry unit. And he started talking to me. He's like, Travis, you know, you're, you're an okay football player, but you're not going to be a college player. You're not going to get picked up. Uh, you're not going to get any scholarships. Your GPA is okay. But uh, wh what are you going to do for college? And I hadn't thought about it. I mean, I wasn't in the situation where I was going to have parents that could afford to pay for college. And so he knew what he was doing. And he was like, you need to come talk to my recruiter. Um, so sure enough, you know, the a week after I turned 17, it was July 1st, 2001, uh, walked into the recruiter's office with my dad. My, he was all for it. He was prior army. Um, and we signed on the, uh, the dot shortly thereafter. Um, you know, it was, it was July 1st when I went to MEPS and actually swore in, but, um, so that was, that was 2001 and sure enough, you know, uh, there was, my plan was to go to college, uh, two months later, September 11th hit and that changed everything. Uh, what was, you know, the thought was going to be six years in the guard ended up turning out to being 12 years, um, going to college ended up being a. Uh, a cluster of Semper Gumby almost where, you know, a year here, six months there, another year down the road. And then finally, you know, in my thirties, trying to wrap everything up before my GI bill expired. Um, but yeah, 12 years. Um, and my initial uh, series of MOSs were all in field artillery. Um, so I started off as a 13 Bravo, a gun bunny. Um, the unit tr transitioned, uh, they reclassed from, uh, Paladins is self-propelled to uh, towed artillery right when I was finishing up OSET in Fort Sill, Oklahoma. So I got a message saying that they don't need any more 13 Bravos, they need 13 Echoes. Would I mind staying in Fort Sill for another six weeks and, and reclass? Uh, so by the time I even got done with the IT, I had already had two MOSs. Um, that next summer, uh, it would have been 2004, we were down at Fort Sill, uh, not Fort Sill, but uh, Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I was young and dumb, and I said, sure, let's do it. Uh, so that's where it started. Uh, Iraq, I was out there in, in Baghdad at Camp Liberty from 04 to 05. I came back and immediately, immediately redeployed down to Arizona. Uh, spent a year down on the border working with Border Patrol, uh, running through the desert, helping them plant uh, ground sensing um, ground sensors and uh, working the camera systems and everything else. And then now, finally, 
were you Army full-time, or were you working the civilian world at the same time doing this? Uh, so, no, I mean, it was it was activated. There were Title 10, Title 32 okay. orders, but okay. I was still in National Guard. Um, but as a National Guardsman, I had more active time than most active duty ended up having. So It's funny uh, how that happens. Yeah. So you're, you're doing your, your stint in the Army National Guard, and you're going different places. And one of the things, folks, from uh, the, the Veterans Business Hour, which is usually on Monday nights, and it's a bunch of us getting together talking about business, is – you told the story about how, you know, you hated shaving in the field, which is something that, you know, is not fun. I can tell you personally, it's it. I was in the Yuma desert a lot of times and using a Humvee or five ton mirror to shave in and that sucked. And, and, you know, people don't appreciate what that's like. Maybe you can kind of, you know, tell it in a different way than I can. Even, even from when you're in basic training, I mean, you, you learn to dry shave, taking the time to lather up your face or, you know, give the proper protection as not always there. You wake up and you're, you're shaving pretty much as you're flying <laughs> past that. You know, you, when you're, when you're in your unit, you wake up in the field and, and people would bring shaving creams, but you learn right away that, you know, it's, it can be problematic. You know, your first team leader, your first, uh, uh, squad sergeant they tell you that you know leave that stuff back at uh back at home because god forbid it explodes on your in your rucksack and then then what are you going to do for the rest of the time out there so you know any any time that you're out in the field you, you dry shaved and i was not um lucky enough to have the skin that could tolerate that my, my neck would always break out i mean it would look like a pepperoni pizza um and it was miserable and there was you know, you, you always hear embrace the suck, but I'd always wondered why, why do you have to, if somebody could come up with something that would make the suck, suck less. Well, it, 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 you're, you're, for me, a lot of times, cause I wasn't in a cold weather uh, environment. It was, you know, a hundred plus degrees easy. Uh, so the water was warm but you're in the desert. It, it's drying as fast as you can get on your face. And if you, and we, you're right, we did not pack shaving cream for that reason, because it would either, you know, if we had it locked up, it would sometimes explode because uh, it just got so hot. Or by the time it got on your face, it would just cake up on your face and, and plus take up space in your house pack. So you, you're trying to save space and weight. So it just was a, and of course us being Marines, I don't know how the National Guard is. Uh, the, your 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 sergeant, your your corporal, your first sergeant wanted to make sure that you were clean shaven at all times. It, it was not optional, so it, it just it, it did suck. So you know, to my surprise, you know, you started this thing called the Caisson Shaving Company, and how did that all come together? When was the the switch? Like, you know what? I'm tired of sucking. I want to embrace this. I want to embrace you know, comfort for a change and be a man at the same time. What germinated this idea, Travis? So earlier this year, I had uh, succumbed to some Facebook advertisements and I had ordered some Dr. Squatch soap and really? uh, man, manly smelling soap. And, and I thought it was cool, but I mean, it was really expensive. It was like 10 bucks a bar. And I mean, it, it was good while it lasted. It's just I couldn't, I couldn't sustain, you know, keep spending that amount of money. So I started thinking, I'm like, I can make soap. And thinking about the business feasibility of it, I'm like, well, Dr. Squatch is already at this. You know, I looked at their, their presence and what they're doing in sales. And it's just like, I would be, I'd be stepping into the ring with a monster right now. And I looked at, you know, what exists for other veteran soap companies. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, it's not a market that I want to go into. If I'm going to go into business, I want to solve a problem. And, you know, I was still dealing with the after effects of, you know, terrible shaving um, habits. And, you know, I had been out of the military for quite some time. And that's when I started thinking back. I'm like, what if I were able to come up with a soap that could, you know, fix this? Because shaving soap, that's the original way of going and shaving and prepping your face shaving creams and gels, that's, that's new technology. And it's not a technology that's necessarily more beneficial 
or creates a better shave, I argue that it's actually a worse quality shave. Um, it, the only advantage is its convenience. You know, you press a button and the product will come out in your hand and you can just smother it on your face. Right. Whereas with the shaving soap, you, you do, you want to take your time and you work up a lather and it's more of a TLC process than it is a process of expediency. So, so you have this idea now, I, 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 I kind of like the Duke Cannon, um, soap line it's kind of not as expensive it's not nearly as expensive as dr squash and they give back to veterans and it's kind of cool but it's becoming a crowded market because once those two started going at it everybody's making a soap now so how did you go from being the national guard to working on a soap formula what was was it like a you know in your kitchen just fooling around with stuff how that how that happened well, um, you know, National Guard, after I finished up, you know, my deployments, I was in law enforcement for about 10 years, okay. uh, got out of law enforcement, medical reasons and moved to California. And out here, I've been working in uh, defense contracting, um, you know, working for a computer manufacturer, we make rugged computers. So I've been working in sales, one way or the other. And so the, the sales mentality is what had been kind of brewing this entrepreneurial venture. Um, so having the, 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 the knowledge to know that I needed to fill a, a need or create value into a market was the, the, the root of all of this. And so once I started toying out with this idea of a shaving soap, yeah, it was, it was in my kitchen working with different oils, different mixes, different, you know, the bentonite clay concentrations, different fragrance oils, and trying to figure out a combination that was just right. Um, and about June, that's when I, I finally felt confident enough that uh, I was going to release it to the masses. So, you know, one of the cool things about it, and I'll get into my experience here in a minute, is uh, the, the soap I have smells great. And I'm, I'm finding out that, um, you know, if, if the ladies like the way the soap smells, it's an easier sell. Like they'll buy it for their guys or they'll want to know where to get it from. I mean, did you... Who did you have like a product tester slash focus group for your soap? My wife. <laughs> well, I mean, she's giving you good advice, Travis. Yeah. Because fire for effect, the one I had is, is, uh, it, it's nice. It's nice. The, the very, the very first scent that I came out with Bohica blend. Oh, yeah. Um, and in case there's civilians watching the show and they don't know what Bohica is, it's bend over. Here it comes again. <laughs> But uh, Bohica blend I, I was very simple. I, I went just with a, a straight fragrance oil um, off the shelf uh, scent with it. I mean, it's just straight up sandalwood. There's no experimentations with it. It's simple. It's a very gentleman scent. It's recognizable and clean. Uh, Fire for Effect was definitely my first like mad scientist type of experimentation with it. And it's just like, you know, I've already got so much tie-in to field artillery with my products. And I, I wanted something that had a strong field artillery title for the scent name. Fire for Effect, I think, is the ultimate name that you could have for an artillery-based product or an artillery-themed product. And then from there, it was just like, I, I wanted scents that you could tie and associate to the military. So... Uh, fire for effect it's tobacco leaf because i think about 75 percent of people in the military have some form of a nicotine addiction um, fresh coffee which is a requirement for any any branch and then a little bit of hatred that was a pure pure bottled essence of hatred from some uh, voluntary command sergeant majors so i walked around on the grass and i bottled up their essence of hatred and then uh, a hint of vanilla no, it works. It works. Um, <laughs> that's some good stuff. Speaking of artillery themed, I, I, I'm sitting there and folks, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, he, he's going over his company on the Zoom chat. He's like, oh, my, I'm Quezon Shaving Company. I'm like, oh, Quezon's over hill, over dale, as we hit the dusty trail and our Quezon's go rolling along. I'm like, that's so cool. And, and, and you really like that. So, Tell people who don't know what a caisson is, because it's surprising to me, Travis, how many of your fellow army buddies 
do not know what a caisson is. I'm like, I, how can I, I'm a Marine. Even I know what that is. What's a caisson? So a caisson is a, is a wheeled wagon that would be used to haul ammunition, specifically like cam, cannon ammunition. So back in Civil War time or even prior, um, the, the, the caisson was the wagon that would haul around the, the gunpowder and the, uh, the cannonballs. Um, so the, the army tie-in or the, the field artillery tie-in is the army song was originally when the caissons go rolling along. And big army adopted that and changed it to when the army goes rolling along. Uh, but for me going you know, through basic training at Fort Sill, home of the field artillery, I only knew when the caissons go rolling along. So you fast forward a couple of years later, I remember I was on a, a soldier of the month board and I got hit with the question, what's the army song? And I just knew it as when the caissons go rolling along. So I started singing that song and uh, they, they ended up kicking me out of the board. But uh, I wasn't wrong, but I wasn't right either. Uh, so yeah, so what's case, the army song then? It, when the army goes rolling along, which is oh. just a butchering of when the caissons go rolling along. Okay, I learned something every day because I thought for sure it was the, when the caissons, okay. All but right. uh, I, I was I was thinking of the name of the company and I, I and I still have all of the original artwork that when I designed it up I was gonna call it tack to shave, like tactical shave. Yeah. And everybody's like, you can't have tactical shaving soap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Like, there's tactical tactical coffee mugs and tacticals, you know. Uh, visors for your vehicle there's like people use and abuse the word tactical and I'm like yeah they're right I'm like I need something that's got some class and distinction and a reference that if you know you know if you don't know then my product's probably not meant for you anyways well it was just cool um, when I got my package from you know your company it had the the case uh, the case on um, you know, shaving company logo stamped on the mail package. I thought that was very, very cool and stood out. I mean, from some start to finish. Um, so you have this idea. You don't want to be like anybody else. You, you create your, your blends and you, you, you work with that. And you, you, your wife definitely um, knows what she's doing because I get nothing but compliments on my stuff. Um, then how has it been like, talking about moving, selling, just of selling the product and moving the product, especially just for a bonus in 2020 when, you know, you're being, you're being told not to start new stuff. Yeah. But in hindsight, probably not the best idea to start up a company during a pandemic, but if anybody's going to start up a company during a pandemic, I think our veteran community is the best community to try, try for that challenge. I mean, we Absolutely. probably have the, the, the strongest motivation, resiliency, uh, leadership. I mean, the, the core values that are going to be necessary to push your way through, you know, in a pandemic. But, you know, starting things up, um, being a product-based business, um, I'm very fortunate that I had a lot of buy-in and support from friends and family to get to start off with. Um, there's a, a negative side effect to my product, the, the shaving soap specifically, is it lasts forever. Um, so I don't have a lot of return customers. I, I, I haven't had a lot of return customers to this point because even my first customers back in June still haven't finished their cans of soap. So I'm, I'm waiting like, Okay, I could start seeing this role of uh, return customers in December. But yeah, starting off first was definitely a strong emphasis on direct-to-consumer sales. Business-to-business um, business is, is extremely difficult right now. Um, businesses don't want to pick up new products, especially novel or untested products. Um, and especially they don't want to pick up from somebody that just started business a couple months ago. They're looking for a lot of safety and security right now. Um, and that's through the civilian uh, retailers and even into the military re retailers like Army, Marine Corps, exchange systems. Um, but I'm, the, the, the fortunate thing that I'm really looking forward to coming up is uh, launch on Amazon. Um, oh, really? Yeah. How the, has uh, that been? So I, I, I wasn't going to sell my products on Amazon just because I knew it can be extremely problematic in a good way. 
if you launch a product on Amazon, you could very quickly have the problem where you have too many orders. And if you don't have your, your steps ready to manufacture and keep up with it, you're going to start getting bad reviews. You're going to start getting some you know, negative demerits from Amazon because you're not keeping up with supply. Eventually, you could actually lose your ability to deal business with Amazon. So I didn't want to do it. Um, but I actually got partnered up with, or I got accepted into a program called the Military Entrepreneur Program. Um, it started off through the, the VP connection. Uh, James had uh, set me up with both uh, Ronnie and Raul with oh, yeah, yeah, Ventures. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've seen them talk about this. Uh, yep. the, they did an FBA class, my Amazon class. It was extremely interesting. And yeah, it was very insightful. Yeah, so I think Mike, Mike's working through that process right now. Um, I've, I've got a bit further than Mike is right now. And then we've put everything on hold until after the holidays, um, which everybody would say, well, why you'd want to be selling right now during the holidays, but I really don't. Um, right now is when I need to be bolstering my inventory and still continuing on my direct to consumer versus pushing anything on Amazon right now is going to require a bit of advertising budget because my competitors are on at, on Amazon right now, have a head start. They've been dropping a ton of money into advertising. And it's just the, the benefit wouldn't be quite here. So we're looking at first of the year launching on, on Amazon. All right. So let's, let's talk about um, the consumer experience. And, and we'll use me for an example. And, and, you know, folks, I'm talking with Travis Arnold, who is the uh, veteran uh, Army National Guard founder and CEO of Caseon Shaving Company, and uh, met him through James uh, Van Prien's Veterans Business Hour. So, you know, I, I this this is your story is why you know I wanted to create and do Oscar Mike Radio. So, I'm like, I want to go through the ordering process. That's that's really important to me because if it's a huge click funnel or I got to go through all these hoops, I'm not interested. I'm just not going to be a stack about it but the thing that surprised me most about yours is not only did was the online process through your site easy for some reason i don't know how this all works i'm figuring out is once i placed the order facebook messenger started sending me updates about my order yeah. which i found almost you know I, it's maybe i haven't seen it before or whatever but that was almost clear because in some regards depending upon what's going on I won't check my email and I'll be on messenger all day long doing stuff. So to have it right there was, was really, really cool. Um, you know, picked out my, my shaving soap and, uh, I got some of this, which I'll get into in a second and said, you know, I'm just going to order this stuff. Now I did not get this ladies and gentlemen, I'll get to that in a second. I thought, you know what, to give us a, a, a true, you know, apples to apples test. I'm going to get the shaving soap you know, open it up and then apply it to my face with my hand. And I do this. And about a day later, Travis is, is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just going to do this test, man. It's no big, no big deal. I, I didn't want to get a brush. I'm just going to use my fingers. He's like, I created this soap to be used with a brush. I'm seeing you a brush. Do not use your hands. Oh my God. So explain that before I go into my spiel, explain why this is the preferred method of delivery when you fire for effect? The bristles are gonna create the lather. It's, you can absolutely use your hands. In a field scenario, you might wanna use your hands in case you know, I've got the, the brush here as well. If you've got a, just a badger hair brush, you probably don't wanna bring this out in the field, which that, that might segue here into a little bit about the new brushes that I've got coming out. But if you're at home, you might as well use the brush. That's, that's the best way to do it. Um, if you're out in the field and you don't have a synthetic brush, then you, know, you can use your hands. Um, you're going to be able to get a little bit of a slurry versus a full foam, but you can at least you know, get some protection on your face and, and have a comfortable shave versus a, a, a dry shave. So again, you know, I didn't order one of these, ladies and gentlemen, and I got emphatically encouraged to use one. So one came with the package. I want to thank you for that, Travis. So I get my package and I got, I, first of all, I, ladies and gentlemen, I absolutely, if I get this thing right, I freaking love this logo. 
Um, there's no questioning what this is when I see it on the, the post office box. When I open it up where it's in my, my cabinet, I know that this is a caisson shaving company uh, product. And if you're military and you're a little bit more rounded, you probably know that this is like the real deal. So I really like, like this logo. It's clean. It's easy to understand. Points, points, points. So I open this up. I got it open now, ladies and gentlemen. And even in my area where I'm recording, I'm getting the, the aroma. That's all I can describe it like because it's not like this chemical uh, smell, Travis. It's like, hey, it's time to shave, dude. And you're going to feel good doing it. So I, I love the smell. I, I mean, I'm a dude and I love the smell. And, and let me tell you, some, some females in my life like the smell too. So uh, your, your, wife, your wife's good, dude. Your wife's good. So what I did next is I, I got some water on the brush. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I have a video on this. I might put some clips here as we're talking. But I put some water on my brush and I started stirring it in the soap container like that. Was I doing it right? Yep. And then I just spread it on my face. And I remember, Travis, my grandfather doing this. Um, and, and, and he didn't get in a hurry in the morning. He made sure that his neck and everything was all spread. I'm like, you know, this is not that bad. And I got to tell you, people want to hurry up. But Travis, you got something here where it's for guys, especially since we're not ladies, we don't spend a lot of time in the bathroom. What's a couple extra minutes to have a good morning experience? I want to thank you for that. I think a lot of it's coming into, we, we got to take care of ourselves. The, 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 uh, the notion of self-care, the TLC aspect of our grooming and our hygiene, hopefully that's making some type of a, a comeback here with it. Um, you know, come our, back for me. Yeah, well, we've been we've been really lazy and and wanting the, the convenient way of, of of shaving, and here you know, and it, it, you're not taking much more time, you know, at most to work up the lather is 10, 15 seconds. I'm gonna tell you guys. I mean, you might be saying, you know, oh my God, here's a brush, here's this, and you're right, Travis. It was maybe 45 seconds because that's my first time using it. Tops to wet the brush, lather up and do it. it. So I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. But uh, so I loved it. And then, you know, I did my face, my face is all nice. And I, and I felt really good. And it was really smooth. Like I use a Chic Quattro. I don't use a straight edge. I don't use a Gillette. And, and I, I noticed it was a really smooth, no real after film left on my face is it was different than the edge gel I use. And then I looked at the ingredients on this versus my edge gel. And I'm like, kind of like with uh, John Curry, Semper Savage. Yep. There's all these chemicals I didn't realize I was putting on my face every day, dude. And these are like, you know, not that, not that this is a simple product, but I'm like, okay, these are all names I understand and recognize. And I'm like, oh my God. I've been putting this kind of stuff on my face for 20 years, no problem. What's it like to create this naturally based product, man? You know, I mean, it's, there was a lot of selfish reasons for it too. Like I said, I mean, I had really, really bad issues with it. And I had been in and out with different doctors and dermatologists trying to figure out what it is. Um, you know, if I had stayed in there, if I was active duty military, they probably would have given me a, a shaving profile. But, you know, all, all I can attribute it to was the fact that there's stuff in there that just probably doesn't belong on your skin. It might be FDA approved. And you're seeing things like titanium dioxide. It's just like, how is titanium dioxide meant for your skin? How are some, you know, aerosol and propellants like butane, how is that good for your skin? And so just, just looking at it and when we're going through, it's just like, I want to use, I mean, you got to use the fats and the oils to render the soap, but I just want to keep oils and things that are meant for your body that are good for your body that have been tested and proven to be good 
and, and keep it at that so that, the, you know, when you go through the ingredient list, that's what you see. You see oils, you see fats, you see moisturizing uh, conditions. The, the only one thing that people probably aren't familiar with, but it's been used for centuries, is bentonite clay. And it's a great way to create that. And like when you felt like when you're shaving that just slickness, it was from the bentonite clay. Okay. So yeah, the, the ingredients in here, they're, they're all natural. It's nothing that you, know, you can't pronounce or you, you, can't, you want to understand what it's meant for. Well, I, I got to tell you, Travis, I do my face. I'm happy with my face. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to show you the bonus clip now. And this is where Quezon Saving Company and Travis Arnold sold it for me forevermore. May I reveal the dome? This is the dome. This was a source of amusement, entertainment, and wonder, Travis, from my fellow uh, Marine Corps buddies, drill instructors, and officers. They could not believe what this thing looked like and how massive it was. <laughs> Long story, but I'm like, okay, this is the test. So I look, and I'll have some clips in here, folks, of me putting the uh, the lather on my my dome. But I lather up my dome just like I'm doing right now. And I gotta tell you, Travis, I got a smooth, fantastic shave that you know. Sometimes with my head, it's different skin than my face. I don't get it. I don't, I'm not a dermatologist, but I had none of those little bumps that occur, like probably on your neck. The same thing to do in my in my head. And it was just a really smooth experience. And, at, you know, you'll see the video. I mean, I didn't think myself. I didn't have any hangups. It just, my blade glided over my, my head. And if I had some turtle wax, I could have really gotten a nice shine that day. I mean, well done, dude. Well done. So what I'm trying to say is, Travis, not only did this work well on my face, it worked well on my head. It worked well, man. And, and kind of leads me to my question is, What's the feedback been like for your product with people who use it? Whether, I mean, for, for you with the full dome uh, experience, um, anybody that's been using it as a face cream or face, face shaving um, preparation, but also even for the ladies as well, too, um, from the Stacy from Temperate right. uh, to uh, uh, I've had some other ladies that, that are, that have been using it. My wife uses it as well too. Um, everybody's in agreement with it, that the feel and the effect of the shave is substantially different than the commercial junk that they've been using. And, you know, on the lady's side, the complaint usually has been is they have, it's like a sticky, almost like a tackiness once they're done shaving and they feel like they have to shower again, just because they, they got done shaving. Whereas, here, I mean, you don't, you, you should, but you don't have to even use an aftershave. Um, you know, it, your, your face is smooth. I mean, you splash some water on it and you're done. Your face clean, feels refreshed while moisturized. Um, and I think that's where everybody likes, likes it is that it doesn't have all the, the, the artificial chemicals put in there to try to create some type of a, a moisturizing feel with it. You know, instead, it's it's actual natural moisturizers that, you know, when, once it's done, it's done. They wipe off, and your face feels good. Your legs feel great. I mean, I I, I definitely haven't used it on my legs. I was gonna but. say, I mean, you shaved your legs, Travis. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, um, but you know, and then to, to hear that it worked good on 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 your head, I think that's the pinnacle with it because the the skin on top of your head it's it's extremely sensitive. You have, I mean, ton of nerve endings right there, plus. You know, I'm sure you've nicked you yourself say it, Travis. You can say it's a huge head. <laughs> sure, you've nicked yourself before, and, and any little nick on your head bleeds like it's you know an ER wound. It's, it's, it's something else. It's something else. But I just I just want to tell you, I mean, I'm using your product, and, and here's something that you really you can't really quantify and put a price on, but it's the fact that I have to. I'm not really slowing down my morning routine, but it's it's a it's a it's a couple extra steps that allows me to collect myself for the day that I find um, really worth it. And I would say to anybody, you know, you can buy a, 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 a tin of shaving cream or you can buy this and, you know, it's, it's made here in the U S it's made by a veteran and it's good for you. 
And and so I don't mind, you know, the distinct to say, well, I can get a, you know, a bottle of edge gel or, 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 you know, Barbasol for, you know, $3. This is, this is a little bit more than that, but I'm like, yeah, but what are you really putting on your face? What's the experience really like? And the experience here was good. Um, do you have any, oh, oh, sorry, I forgot. I'm really enjoying the smell of this. Explain this. Now, I'm, I'm trying to get it up here, ladies and gentlemen. This was like uh, on your website. Do you make this? How did this Northern Gent figure into your offering? That was a really cool add-on that I got. So I quickly realized, and, and it was almost instantaneous. Once I launched everything, the, the input from friends and family were like, hey, this is really cool, but you're selling shaving soap, but you need brushes. I'm like, oh crap, I need brushes. So I, I started having to, I mean, it's, it's lesson learned. I mean, I, I'm, I'm new into business here, so I hadn't thought about that. Somebody came back and they're like, listen, we really, really like your shaving soap and your, your, your brushes, but what about an aftershave? Like, that's really good. I want to make my own aftershave, but I've got to research it and I've got to develop it. So thankfully with the, the, the store setup that I've got through Shopify, it allows me to do a lot of drop shippings. So I'm able to source and find, you know, some, some products that I can include in as add-on sales to increase my average order value, to increase value to my customers with it. Um, and, and just kind of create convenience with it because somebody goes to the site, they'd like to be able to get anything and everything regarding shaving. Um, you know, you go to Kason's shaving company, you got that kind of expectation that it's, you know, anything involving shaving with it. So, um, you know, doing that drop shipping for the aftershaves for right now, but that's also the aftershaves already in the, the business development plan of some of one of the next uh, products that I'll start manufacturing myself. Oh, cool. Um, so, so you're going through these challenges of growing and sourcing your, uh, your, your product and, and getting on with mainstream uh, providers like Amazon. And, and by all accounts, it just seems like you're off to a, a strong start. And, and, you know, certainly I think I, I would be a repeat customer. Absolutely. But I'm, I guess I'm trying to ask is what's immediately next for Kason Shaving Company? What do you, what do you got going on uh, right now or in the near future before the holidays? So in preparation for the holidays and then also um, just in, in the natural progression of the company is where I, I launched what I call the anti-subscription shaving kit. Okay. The, you know, some of the big names out in the shaving community right now, like the Dollar Shave Club or Harry's or Gillette's launching something, they're creating these subscription-based services, which I think is ridiculous. But they're obviously doing very, very well. I think uh, Dollar Shave Club is pulling in about $100 million a year. Um, Harry's is doing even more than that. I think they're pushing $200 million a year now. But it's there. People are buying convenience. It's the convenience of getting, you know, four or five blades delivered to them once a month, and they're not having to worry about going to the store for it. But they're paying an exorbitant amount of money for that. And I was doing the math with it, and even on the cheapest cheapest setup that you can find, you know, fifteen bucks a month over the course of twelve months, you're spending one hundred and fifty, hundred and seventy five dollars a year on shaving supplies. I'm like, you know what, I can do better. I can get you an entire year worth of shaving supplies for half that price. Get it to you, one kit, one box, once a year, fire and forget, and you're good. And so that's what I came up with is the anti-subscription shaving club. Um, so that was, that's, that's been launched and it's starting to pick up some steam with it. Uh, I think people can see the value that, you know, yes, it's a, it's a higher upfront cost, it's 80 bucks but that $80 covers you for the entire year. And you know, if you want to take Dollar Shave Club as the example with it, they're cheap made Chinese blades versus mine. They're, hands down, mine, it's a better quality product, much higher value with it for less cost. So that's, that's uh, what just was launched. Um, I'm in pre-sales and preparing for the launch of my my first uh, shaving brush. Uh, these shaving brushes that I that I have right now, I'm, I'm having to source those elsewhere. But 
there's not really any U.S. manufacturers for shaving brushes. If there are, really? they're extremely expensive. Oh, wow. Um, you know, if you go to Artist Shaving, you're going to spend about $150 on a shaving brush. If you go to uh, Jack Black, $150 to $250 for a shaving brush. And I, 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 I wasn't able to find where the country of manufacturing was. But if you look for high-end premium shaving brushes, they're all in excess of $150. You know, so here I wanted to come up with a premium shaving brush that's going to last forever. I wanted the, the construction to be solid, um, the military theme. So I started thinking about it. And, you know, you've got your shaving brush, the shaving brush that you have here, the knot right here where it meets the handle, yep. that's 22 millimeters. Okay. 24 millimeters, you know, two, two millimeters bigger than that is kind of on the, you know, the, the preferred size of it. You know, that's a bigger head. It's got more of a flare. You can get more of a lather. And I was just thinking like 24 millimeters is really close to 25 millimeters. 25 millimeters is the same size as the Bushmaster round. Right. Let's make it 25 millimeter round. <laughs> so I began working with it. Um, I, I hired on a uh, Marine Corps veteran that does 3D um, animation, um, also does a lot with the, like the, the renderings and the drawings and the things like that. So we started working up for the, the, the drawings and the designs of the brush. We got those finished and then I started looking on, well, where can I manufacture these? Because I still, I mean, I don't have the lathe, I don't have the mill, I don't have any of that here yet. So I needed to do contract manufacturing. I was almost having to go overseas to do the manufacturing until I had a conversation with a good buddy of mine. He owns a company called Chaytech International. Uh, Chaytech is also the manufacturer of the M200 intervention sniper rifle, uh, the M300. Uh, I mean, they've got, they, they make premium high end, you know, reach out and touch somebody at a mile and a half away type of sniper rifles. And I was talking to him, I'm like, Hey, what's the odds that you could mill out some of these handles in between your barrels? And he's like, absolutely. So we started working on, you know, building up the build of bill of materials and the cost and everything associated with it. And we got all done. I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to be able to make these brushes here in the States when? at half of the cost of when? what you can buy something at, at Art of Shaving. So that's, that's what's going on right now is it, we are in the pre-sale phase. I need to hit the pre-sales hard as, you know, it's, uh, it is a big investment to, to come out with a product like this and to, to start manufacturing on a product. So um, hopefully this goes well. I did want to have where the first round of these brushes were delivered in time for Christmas. Um, I'm, I'm still seeing that everything will be fine and on track for that, but it's just, yeah, just trying to hit those pre-sales as hard as possible. Well, I'm seeing those. I'm gonna I'm gonna add that to my list to uh, uh, get here uh, next week. But um, I I like the design. It's it looks like a uh, shell, for lack of a better term. It has your logo almost like it's like it's engraved on the handle, which is really really cool. And you told me that these bristles on your new one will last a lifetime. Yep. Like I asked you, oh. how's that? How, now, how does that work? So here, the ones that we're sending out right now, they're badger hair, and they're great. But with any type of a natural hair, over time, you know, it, it, it's not going to last forever. It okay. can either dry out, it's going to break, something's going to happen. The synthetic brushes, uh, brush heads that I'm using, they, they're, they're going to last forever. They're going to be epoxied into these steel casings. The steel casings are Cerakoted. I mean, there's, there, there is an indestructible as possible. The one thing that I'm anticipating could potentially happen is that the brush head separates from the, the handle. And if that happens, send it back to me. We'll, uh, you know, clean it up, get it re-epoxied, sent it back over to you and, you know, no, no charge to you whatsoever. So I'm, I'm not advertising a lifetime warranty on them because I, I hate that very much like the movie Tommy Boy. Um, I hate I hate the lifetime warranty with it because I shouldn't have to have that as being a source of value for the product. But I'm telling you, like if if this if, if anything ever happens to the brush, send it back and I'm going to make it right because the damn thing is going to be indestructible. One question about brushes I just wanted to ask: My grandfather would store his brushes on a holder like this, 
is that preferred than just saying it on? Okay, question answered. So I need to get one of those. So with, and, and with the 25 millimeter uh, Bushmaster brushes, um, I will be eventually coming out with a matching stand and a matching double edge razor. So like if you olive drab was your, your color of choice or if it was the tan or whatever it is, you'd be able to have that full setup, st you know, stand, razor, brush, all with this, you know, tactical, you know, uh, color scheme. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's, it's the, the, the tie and it's the, I think the theme of the company. Well, awesome. Awesome. Um, so look, ladies and gentlemen, is I'm not getting paid to gush over this company. Um, people send me products. I test them. If I like them, I get excited about them as, as you know, I did do a video and Travis liked it. So I was, that was really authentic. Um, I like the fact that it's a veteran owned company. I like the fact that it's made here in the United States. And I like the fact, I mean, I really do. I, I have a lot of respect for you launching this product during this year because other things that I'm trying to do, I am being told by people a lot smarter than me can't do it right now. Don't launch anything right now. You're just wasting time. And I'm like, that doesn't even make, it's not even America. It doesn't make sense to me. So the fact that you're doing this and going against the grain really shows how committed you are to what you're doing that you believe in, in, in the product you're making. I think that's, um, it, it certainly resonates with me, Travis. Well, thank you. You know, I, I, and I think we've talked about this a little bit in, in VP's um, happy hour, but even though there is a pandemic right now, I, I would never tell somebody you should wait there's a lot that you could be doing and getting set up with right now to, to even begin doing business. Nobody ever warned me about the amount of dumb paperwork that you got to do just to be technically considered a legal business. And that the headache involving that was, was astronomical, but start with some of the basic things with it, getting yourself set up, start, you know, with your, your, your little things to get off with, but don't think that you've got to invest a ton of money. I launched everything that I needed with Quezon Shaving Company for under a thousand dollars. I took that from my savings. You know, I, I, you know, bought the initial supplies that I need and then everything that's come on thus far has just been reinvestments. So as I sell products and I make a profit on it, I reinvest it. You know, if, I'm still working full time. And, you know, if I've got some expendable income after the end of, you know, my pay period and, you know, we're about to get paid again, then I'll invest that into the company so I can have some more growth. It's called bootstrapping. Yep. And if you can bootstrap your, you start up a business bootstrapping right now, go for it. Because it's, it's not, it's, it's a win-win situation no matter what. You know, if I were to not have a single sale at this point, if everybody just stopped, you know, buying my products, the worst thing that would happen is that I would have like a lifetime supply of shaving soap. I'm not in debt to anybody. I'm not negative balanced on anything. I, my, my numbers are green at this point. So even with all the inventory that I'm carrying right now, I'm, it, that's all pure profit sitting on shelves. So even if somebody did stop buying or if everybody did stop buying, you know, it wouldn't affect me. And I think that's the best way if you can start up a business and not get indebted. Don't go and start thinking that you need a venture capitalist right away. Don't start thinking that you need an SBA loan or something like that. If you can bootstrap your way to start it off, do it. It's slower, you know, it, but it also, I think, teaches you a lot of resource management, um, being frugal, and being wise with how you reinvest your money. Awesome. Sound counsel, folks, sound counsel. And, and if you are a veteran looking to start uh, a business or you're, you're, you know, challenged starting your business, um, I'll have a link uh, uh, or, you know, James uh, VP is what we call him. Um, he can get you contact with people who can help you who are veterans and speak our language. So it's very, very cool to be part of that group and to see these businesses trying to get going during this challenging time. Um, how can people find Case on Shaving Company on, on a website or social media, Travis? It's the website, www.caseon-shaving.com. 
that's a good reminder that, you know, I need to work on getting the case on shaving redirected as well too. <laughs> Facebook is uh, at case on shaving. Uh, Instagram is at case on underscore shaving. Um, also a little bit on TikTok as well. Um, that's at case on shaving. Pinterest at case on shaving. Oh, wow. So I'm trying to get out there on, on every platform that there is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, as we wind down, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time on your busy schedule to talk with me. I certainly learned a lot about, you know, your product. And I really think the message here is, you know, don't wait, you know, um, get started where you are with what you have and then build on that. And you can go from thinking about something to having something like this that you can either at the very least have in your, your garage or give to somebody as a gift. Um, look guys, if you have this, your, your wife or girlfriend is going to be happy. Ladies, your Christmas is solved. Your Christmas is solved with this. And, um, I, I smell good when I'm done. I mean, it's just a huge bonus, Travis, huge bonus. So as we say in hot, Travis, uh, missile in flight, but we are mission in flight. Um, I just, again, I want to thank you for coming on. I'm looking forward to your success in 2021. Uh, I like the uh, green shell casing uh, uh, lather applicator or, or oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to get one of those. But I, I really hope to have you back on 2021 to find out how you grew and how uh, Amazon worked out for you. Absolutely. We'll, uh, we'll schedule this in already for October 25th, 2021. Oh, before that, I mean, come on. <laughs> you're you're going to hit March and you're in Valentine's Day and be like, you know, stratospheric, my man. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. I'm Travis. This is Oscar Mike Radio with Travis Arnold of Quezon Shaving Company, Army veteran. And Travis, it's been good talking to you. As well, Travis. Thank you.